You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. I'm not good news. It's R A D. Just the good stuff, baby. So canonically, Tyler saw a ghost, which is why his hair looks like that. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> canonically, Tyler picked up a... <laughs> what's the name of the guitar? Ah, uh, fuck. Tyler picked Fender? up a guitar with too many angles on it. And a now... V? A flying, flying v? v? Not the flying V. Now, I'm trying to think. It's like, it's not a Gibson. It's not a Fender. It's, um... I think it has a Japanese name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then I wouldn't I know can't remember. What is this magical I've... angle guitar that you're talking about? <laughs> it's, it's What if it's just called the angle guitar? It's like affordable and it's classically like sick looking. Um, <laughs> I love this description. <laughs> Guitarcenter.com filters, affordable filters, classically sick looking. It's, I'm going right now. It's the Explorer guitar, right? Like from Guitar Hero? No, it's it's not a Gibson. It's not a Fender. Those are better answers, but now I'm too deep entrenched. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, producer Mal, for clipping describing a guitar based on very nebulous terms <laughs> gonna That's find great. it for people listening at home i have a very long white wig on um and it's because i am going white as <laughs> another another great way to describe something um i am going as uh, moral from hunter hunter with some good friends will's going producer mal's going as a hunter hunter character and sean is curiously going as an okja character uh, Pariston, he knows it. We yeah. know it. He doesn't I've have never... to be in costume to know he's Pariston. <laughs> yeah, Personality-wise, I'm apparently Pariston, but I haven't seen Hunter Hunter apart from the first episode, so I'm doing yeah. my own thing again. You're not cosplaying Pariston so much as you're LARPing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, this is a Sephiroth wig for those who... Uh... Ibanez! That's the one. Ibanez. Uh, Japanese company Ibanez. It is a Japanese company. Wow. <laughs> the guitars always look like, they look like, oh man, I play in a prog rock genty band. Like the, the They really do. I'm looking at Wikipedia right now and it says, uh, Ibanez is famous for its guitars that are classically sick looking. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? I used, to, I used to, you know, dabble in this world. Hmm. Really? Were you a guitar player, John? I play guitar. Wow. Yeah, you knew me when I was. Tyler, we sang together. Oh. I could play the sweater song. Um, I sure could. I, I have memories of being at a party and Sean playing the sweater song. No, <laughs> Sean. Not the sweater song. I think I played um dun, dun, I played El Scorcho. That was my favorite to throw on. Oh, okay. El Scorcho is fine. I've heard you play sweater song, though. That's fair. Yeah, I probably have. I once <laughs> played Perfect Situation in front of an entire class. Nice. Nice. And you live to tell the tale. Sure did, unfortunately. Anyways, everybody, welcome, welcome to episode two, 210 of Radish. Feels like 210,000, let me tell you that. Uh, God, I'm Tyler. You look Doesn't like it? Tyler. Yeah, I, I've been doing this for 210,000 episodes. Uh, my name is Tyler. You can call me Big Seth, um, the, chicken, <laughs> the chicken-winged angel. Uh, I'm Will. Tyler looks like Doc Antle at <laughs> Burning yes, Man. Like, yeah, I do like Doc Antle. <laughs> <laughs> Go take a look at my tigers. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what Duck Andrew sounds like. He's always saying, Come take a look at my tigers. <laughs> That's his catchphrase. <laughs> Welcome to Myrtle Beach. Look at my tigers. <laughs> uh, I'm Sean, and uh, Tyler looks like if Dog the Bounty Hunter got into essential oils instead of pee. <laughs> Goop. 
I'm I'm dog, dog peddling a dog scented <laughs> candle. Gooch. Come smell my you gooch can candle. Not, you, can, you cannot call a candle gooch. I, I don't know. They call some crazy the, some crazy shit over at uh, Goop. Yeah, I don't know if it's worse Red than a Goop. Uh, egg free or whatnot. Uh, <laughs> for those of you listening to the podcast, you are getting the same frame rate that those on uh, Twitch are getting for Sean's webcam. Uh, <laughs> uh, so people have actually said that Sean is moving slow. That is incorrect. Sean is moving too fast for cameras to pick him up. He is... Yeah. He's uh, completely, um, what's the word I'm like, aliased by mm-hmm. the frame rate. Since, like since Ezra Miller, player. since Ezra Miller was taken, well, not taken yet, but is just not a great um, bastion for hope with the Flash franchise. Uh, DC has reached out, or HB Discovery has reached out to Sean uh, about being the next Flash, so he's just practicing. A bastion for speed. <laughs> That's uh, me. So this episode, pretty classic Radish. We've got some good news. We've got some um, good stuff that we're going to talk about. Then we're going to dedicate the last half of the episode talking about um, the self-immolation of the streaming service market in in, uh, the U.S. here. Uh, I've got a uh, pretty fucked up uh, streaming service trivia game that we're going to be playing. It's going to be pretty fun. And then we're going to wrap things up by uh, we're going to come up with a streaming service, the three of us, that will surely never fail. So stay tuned for that. Oh, yeah. Um, let's get into the good news. Will, you, uh, you brought the first one here. Uh, we've got a, a, a DUI in Walmart, like inside to the Walmart. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is Florida. Uh, uh okay. That explains it. Need, this need is surprisingly, n- this is surprisingly not the one that I brought. Uh, <laughs> this is a different one. A different one. This happened six days ago. I know. Hang on a second. There are multiple Walmart DUIs. Um, Yes. Yeah, I believe that. I said on Instagram, we, we can cut this from the final episode, but I want to make sure this is a different story. I don't think it I is because the Instagram, the Instagram uh, story also said the same thing. So there's this guy in Walmart in a scooter scooting oh. around Walmart, Walmart, drunk as hell, has an empty vodka bottle in his uh, basket on his cart. And the police were called and he was given just a straight DUI as if he was driving down the damn highway drunk. Sorry, I sent this Instagram ad, which has that article, and then if you swipe, it has one from seven years ago for the same thing. So wow. I, I'd seen this mugshot, and I so figured it was the same article. Yeah, I thought it was one article, because I saw the lady's mugshot, and I was like, that does not look like the same guy. Sure. Um, so yeah, this guy was... Uh, first of all, can you get a DUI from driving a scooter from Walmart? I mean, an ECV, sorry. Yeah, I mean, they he, he did, and she did six years ago, so I guess <laughs> uh, so. He was just knocking over shelves and drinking vodka. She was uh, drinking wine, eating sushi, muffins, and chicken. Just all of the prepackaged food. Just living her best life. I don't think either of those people should be arrested. Yeah, No. They should be made the mascot of Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> At least not for DUI, I don't think. No. no. SUI, maybe. Yeah. Oh, shopping under the influence. Scooting. If that's a crime, then oh, lock me up. Oh, scooting. Sick under the influence. <laughs> Classically sick crime of going to Walmart drunk. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, Highway Patrol can't get him because he's inside. Like, who had right. jurisdiction? It's Walmart. Like, who? Yeah, they get state troopers in there. Do they, they clock him on their uh, on their little... I was going to say, it sounds like the cops just kind of made it up as they went along. Like, they forgot public indecency was a thing. Maybe Florida doesn't have public indecency laws. No, Maybe that's, that's just, why Florida no. is the way it is. That's just the norm. I just like of all the things happening in Florida, you're gonna arrest the guy going too fast in Walmart. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, 
He's not going to kill a family of four. He's just going to knock over an entire counter of Mountain Dew. Well, that could kill a family of four. There's a lot of Mountain Dew. Oh, that sure could. could. Yeah. Did you forget what happened to Stuart Little's actual biological parents? They were crushed by a soup can. So it can happen. Is that true? That's 100% true. That's what happens to his biological parents. I thought the fake family told him that to make him sad. Damn. Then they tricked me, too. And they also made Tyler sad. <laughs> they made me sad too. <laughs> no, there's like the fake, the fake family that comes and picks up Stuart Little, who's just like a, the kidnapping family. Uh, oh, right. The right, fake right. rats. Gotcha. M Night did leave that out of the uh, of the movie. It's in the junior novelization. Gotcha. Where oh. they they do fight. Wait, there was the a scourge. junior novelization for a movie based on a book. I'm sure there was. I was joking. <laughs> oh, okay. I bet I bet Tokyo Pop put it out. I was gonna say I read Stuart Little, and it was nothing like the movie. No. Well, in the book, he's a boy. Yeah, in yeah. the book, he's a little boy. E.B. White. Fu- is that E.B. White? Fucked up. Yeah. We, I, I thought C.S. Lewis, but that's a, that's another. That's, not, that's Narnia. Narnia business. Uh, uh, it's Christian Science Lewis. Producer Mal <laughs> has gifted, has gifted uh, Jasker in a sub. Welcome to the club, Jasker. Wow. So generous. Oh, get out. No. <laughs> we got your sub. Now leave. <laughs> no, stay. Um. Yeah, I didn't not much to say besides the fact that I'm perplexed this has happened before and will probably happen again. Oh, 100% will happen again. Um, Jeez. As long as there's Walmart. He's a cool-looking guy. Yeah. Uh, Be careful before drinking and scooting um, in the future. Uh, Moving on to the next set of good news. Well, actually, not that fantastic good news. Uh, We have a group of rogue monkeys. I don't know if you guys are are aware of this. We've got some serious monkey news. As opposed to... Monkey news is back, baby. My favorite segment. What? As opposed to what? A rogue monkey as opposed to a by-the-books monkey? Like, what? <laughs> all monkeys 100%. are wild animals. They're, yeah, we're they're never, good monkeys. We never really talk about a by-the-books monkey. Donkey Kong? <laughs> Where's the tie? <laughs> exactly. Honestly. That's what I'm saying. If you okay, read fine. books about monkeys, they're pretty rogue in there, too. So a by-the-books monkey may be the same as a rogue monkey. The by-the-books monkey is the news. Is the, hey, we got a <laughs> monkey that follows orders. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that would be kind of terrifying. Uh, anyways, so I guess we got a, a regular group of monkeys in a southwestern Japanese city that are attacking the city citizens. Um, 58 people since July 8th have been attacked by this group of monkeys. Jesus. And the city hall has hired a special group of monkey hunters to go after Whoa. them with tranquilizers. So, Wait. yeah, with tranquilizers. When you I say mean, monkey hunters, are these people who hunt monkeys or are these monkeys who hunt monkeys? Excellent, excellent question. They're the by the book monkeys. They're they're being oh, brought in on the rogue monkeys. The scab monkeys <laughs> that have gone against their own. <laughs> they're scab monkeys. Uh, there's a deeper story there. You know, they're they're just trying to feed their monkey family. No, they, um, they've they've dispatched Novin Moral to the monkey zone to to kill the queen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so someone is quoted as saying they are so smart and they tend to sneak up and attack from behind, often grabbing at your legs, which is a terrifying, just a yeah, terrifying. I don't like that at all. Like imagine like going to visit a, a small Japanese city and they're like, watch your legs. Those monkeys are coming from you from behind. We're fine though, because according to this article, uh, they're not interested in food and they're only interested in children and the elderly. What the <laughs> hell? Monkeys. Easy targets, easy targets. And they smell <laughs> picking targets. They're seeing able-bodied adults and being like, no, children. <laughs> no, told no the smaller one. The frail. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to those 58 people, but the uh, the what you have to do, apparently, according to officials, is don't look them in the eye. No rules here. Don't look, don't look a predator in the eye. Make yourself look as big as possible. 
uh, like spreading open your coat, then back away as quietly as possible without making sudden moves. So be careful. Hold on, hold the- on. Can you edit this at the beginning of the news story? I've got to hold on. <clears throat> Breaking news. Gordy mania has swept <laughs> Japan. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. We're not going to do that, but yeah, like, that's, of course not. that's a lot of work. They'll, they'll, too much they'll know. Yeah, I understand. Um, that's definitely the, Gordy. The picture they've chosen for this article, which I'll put the article here in the in the chat. Um, can I? <laughs> is like something out of Twenty Eight Days Later. <laughs> There's a monkey <laughs> at these people's door, peeking through the the window, just like anybody in there. It's, it's bone <laughs> any, chilling. Any children or old people in here? It's, no, we're all in our twenties, and it moves on. <laughs> we're all able-bodied. I love the idea. <laughs> I lost the thought. I love the idea that like the news source was trying to get photos for the monkey attacks, but they were like, "Oh, there's one outside," and they got a picture. <laughs> like they're trying to break into the the newspaper. They're pushing on the van. <laughs> I mean, there's a big group of them. It's it's possible. It's possible. Um, a woman was assaulted by a monkey while hanging laundry on her veranda. Um, mm. Be careful uh, out on your verandas. There's a quote here. It just says, I've never seen anything like this in my entire life. Well, I imagine so. Like it's <laughs> most, most, most things are pretty novel like this. This is the city official, uh, Masato Saito, who said that, mm. uh, who I guess is now, uh, the, the, the monkey subject matter expert against his will. <laughs> <laughs> Whether he wants it or not, he is now an expert on Japanese macaques. So <laughs> we don't have a minister of monkeys. We need to put in someone. Do we think this is because of global warming? Because the macaque's the one you always see in the hot spring. Yeah. You think the, the yeah. hot spring too hot and it's coming to be like, hey, stop, stop putting CO2 in the air. The hot spring's burning my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're coming down for, for cooler, cooler temperature baths. And oh, that makes a lot of sense. Old people and babies are the number one purveyor of baths. Yeah. Oh. They're, 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 they're freeing up bath. We've, we've taken the monkey's baths. <laughs> The onsen is too hot. <laughs> Give us your bath access. Signed, the monkeys. The monkeys. <laughs> of, of, of which only, uh, I think only Peter Tork is still alive. <laughs> well, uh, I'm sorry to that whole Japanese town. I hope your well-behaved monkeys can take out the, the rogue monkeys. Uh, we'll keep following to, to keep a tally on, on the casualties of this supposed war that's going on. I'm sorry, Mickey Dolan's is still alive. Peter Tork is no longer with us. Oh, gosh. Oh, he's the only living monkey. He canceled over here. I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean you to find out this. Sorry that <laughs> Mickey <laughs> Dolan's and Michael Nesmith are both dead. <laughs> They're all in Davy Jones's locker. No. He was the first one to go. I know. The <laughs> <laughs> first one to cross the Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I wish all news right. outlets reported celebrity deaths as reports crossing the rainbow bridge but only like over a certain age like wilford brimley has crossed the rainbow bridge. <laughs> all the I golden just... girls crossed it uh queen elizabeth is about to cross it in about three weeks um it just makes you sound like a rescue dog yeah crossing the rainbow bridge and all of the dogs and cats that you've had in your life come running but also wilford brimley and queen elizabeth <laughs> also being housed with the dead dogs for some reason all, all of the monkeys <laughs> all the cats who look like wilford brimley no the monkeys yeah you know those monkeys are going to hell 
Um, no, the, the the band the monkeys, Mickey Dolan's. Oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, all of, yeah. The the band oh, yeah. the monkeys is there to greet you at, at St. Peter. <laughs> hey, with the monkeys. That'd yeah, be great. Daydream believer plays when you <laughs> <laughs> you wake up and cross the Rainbow Bridge. That's great. Uh, I'm gonna take this wig off. Who wants to um, cover their uh, their good news or not their good news? Their uh, their show and tells that they brought this week. Their good stuff. I'll go real quick because mine. I'm not very far in mine, but it is a little bit of a backtracking that I've, I've done this week. Um, um, so I've started Better Call Saul. Uh, I think three times. <laughs> I watched the first two episodes. I think three times. Nice. Uh, very slow. There's like a five minute scene where he has to pay for parking. It is. Almost purposefully very, very slow. And, and I remember watching it live and being like, oh, okay. And then I heard later, like, oh, it's super, super, super good. And I was like, all right, I'll check it out. I tried it again. I was like, this is very slow and hard to watch. Um, but I've been working from home, you know, off and on. And so I was like, you know what? While I'm sitting here doing my work, responding to emails, I'll throw on the first two Better Call Sauls, catch up to where I was, and just press on. And uh, it gets really, really good. Uh, it's like, I mean, People, people uh, who are in the chat have told me that it's better than Breaking Bad, and I was like, "Whoa!" Uh, honestly, it's it's incredibly good. It is much more uh, much more Coen Brothers than Breaking Bad. Uh, you know, him getting into ridiculous, bad, shady situations of his own doing, and having to weasel his way out. Um, mm-hmm. um, I really miss the Vince Gilligan characters. Like, I feel like that's a that's a brand of care of kind of just hateable, lovable jerk that you. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like, oh, God, this guy sucks. But like, no, no one writes a, no one writes a Karen like Vince Gilligan. No one makes mm, someone yeah. a naggy person better than him. Skyler. <laughs> there's a, there's a couple in the first season that's so good, and they're, they're they, I hate them so much, but their actors are just, they crush it. Like, I, mm. they're so good at it, and like, the, the show is full of that. Um, yeah, yeah. The acting's fantastic. I'm I'm a few seasons down. I watched it live up until a point, and then I think that when the next season aired, my life was super busy, and I never went back to it. Although people who are watching it now, like whenever a new episode has aired, their minds have been absolutely blown. So you know it's going to get super good at the end because obviously the stories are going to intersect because this is a prequel right. to They're, to Breaking Bad. Yeah. But to your point, Will, the acting in this is incredible. Of course, um, uh, Ray Seahorn is yeah. is amazing. Um, Bob Odenkirk, you don't think of as being like a dramatic actor. Uh, like he's good in Breaking Bad, but he really doesn't have a ton to do besides kind of quips. But he is, he is fan. He is so good. I have no really? idea he was such a yeah. good actor. <laughs> it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah, I, I definitely co-sign yours, and I'm excited to get back to it and um, catch up for the uh, the finale because I've heard it's just just great. It's also not super long. I think it's five seasons with ten episodes each. Mm-hmm. I might have to once I catch up with the boys. I might have to make this my new. Uh, show of the day because I, I i did watch the first episode i was just like i i just i hold breaking bad so near and dear to my heart um sure. and i thought that was such a perfect complete story and when it came to better Call better call Saul, i was just like oh this is kind of cool but like these aren't the characters i've you know come to know and love and care about but knowing i, I think it's the same team behind it right like vince gilligan's yeah. still like yeah running it so and i thought the first episode brings in a minor villain from Breaking Bad season one, and I thought it was going to be like just Breaking Bad tie-ins, and I really wasn't interested in that. But yeah. it's really split off into its own story, and I was like, "Oh, this is way more interesting than just point at the guy you know." Yeah. Okay, that's. I'm I'm glad to hear it's not like a, a every Disney Plus show. <laughs> it's a well, it's a it's a proper crime show. <laughs> aren't aren't they spinning off another series from Better Call Saul? 
are they? Jit, Lil Jimmy or something like that. It's like an animated series about when he's a child. I'd still watch it. Okay. I think that's like that's like a. a I don't know. <laughs> it's from what I've seen so far, the, the, at least the first season. It's very like cop show, but not from a cop. Because, like, yeah. he has to, like, help clients and, like, search for clues and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's very much just, like, a guy in a poorly fitting suit bumbling around Albuquerque. Yeah. Not, he has no, like, resources. So it's right. it's kind of like a detective show, I guess. He, like, yeah, you know, okay. And it's got kind and of it, a noir setup in a nail, nail parlor. Mm-hmm. And it does kind of what El Camino does. Like, it dips into Saul's life post the events of Breaking a Bad, little, right? A little, a little bit, bit, yeah. So there's, little, there's teases. Okay. But, but it's mostly his life leading up to the big event of, you know, what happened in, in Breaking Bad and, and stuff like that. So, okay. uh, you know, you, you get to see his very humble beginnings and him very trying very earnestly. And you think to yourself, God, how can this just get so bad? Which is some of mm. kind of like the, what is a dramatic irony of, of the series. Yeah, you know where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I also, I don't like origin stories, but like when he was like. He was in the suit shop in this episode, and he's, like, picking out the orange shirt. And I was like, ooh, that's the shirt? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not immune to that, damn it. (laughs) If anyone's going to have an origin story from Breaking Bad and it be so good, it'd be Saul Goodman. Yeah, I don't don't care what Jesse was doing in high school, but I would like to see. Because he has kind Mm. of a reputation of being a sleazy lawyer. Fun, sleazy lawyer stuff. It's it's also, yeah. Um, Being said, El Camino, very good. Worth a watch. I gotta watch it. I was probably gonna watch Breaking Bad again and then watch it. It's that's what we did. I think we like we we went through Breaking Bad one more time and then we watched El Camino when it came out and it was just I like you watch the movie and you're like, oh, yeah, this is pretty nice. This is like cool to see everyone again. And then there's like one line. There's one moment that makes it all so necessary and so nice. And it, I teared up. It's great. come take a ride in my El Camino. Is the line. Yep. I banged head again. <laughs> <laughs> I. I'm probably going to finish Better Call Saul and then watch Breaking Bad and then El Camino is the the cherry on top. The after the after dinner mint. <laughs> yeah, definitely definitely co-sign uh, Better Call Saul. Uh funnily enough, I also brought an anime to talk about on uh, this episode of Radish. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine? Um so I've actually been recommending this this anime to a whole bunch of folks off the pod. Now that I finished it uh, about a week and a half ago, I'm going to recommend it on the pod. And that is Spriggan on Netflix. Uh, kind of came out of nowhere. I wasn't really, I didn't know what it was or anything like that. It just kind of showed up on my Netflix for you page and I was in between shows. So I was like, okay, let me put this on and see what it's all about. Uh, but Spriggan has actually been around for a while. It's a very prolific eighties, nineties manga. They made a lot of movies about it. And funnily enough, one of From Software's first games was an adaptation of Spriggan on the PS. Weird. Isn't that crazy? So, um, but it's, it's, it's incredible. Uh, this, this adaptation, this series that Netflix is doing is made by David production, which did Jojo fire force sells at work, uh, very prolific, um, anime house, um, really, really, really well done. Um, the series centers around an agency called Arcam that's responsible for locating ancient relics around the world and containing them. Uh, totally Tyler style shit. Uh, the most dangerous relics are handled by their special operations members called Spriggan. And the show follows their number one uh, Spriggan. Uh, his name is Yu Amine. Each episode is fully contained. He's tasked with going and locating and containing a, an ancient relic that's kind of made itself known around the world. Um, think like Noah's Ark, Crystal Skulls, those kinds of um, 
uh, relics. But of course, Arcan is not the only organization that's trying to get their hands on these very powerful things. You got world governments that are that are throwing their best people at it. Like what? Like they're all enemies. Like one in one of the uh, episodes, he's fighting the Russians, and another episode, he's fight multiple episodes, he's fighting the Americans that are trying to obviously in their own selfish way get a hold of of these relics. Uh, this show is hyper violent. It is bloody. It has some amazing fights. Um, all right, I'm on also, board. Yeah, and it's it's and this this is where we might lose a few people, uh, but this is the future. So get on the train. It's got that 2D 3D animation style to it, which oh, okay. l- lends itself really really well to really cool fights, some really cool moments, really beautiful landscapes. But it also lends itself to what I call butt ugly Martian moments. You know that old terrible <laughs> CGI show where it's like, oh, that did not work that well. Uh, which you know it happens. Like even in freaking Mugen Train, the the fog or veins or whatever on the outside of the train was like, ugh, this is not. Ugh, what's landing. going on there? That's <laughs> not landing. Uh, but most of it is is really 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 good. Uh, the episodes are like forty five minutes apiece. Uh, there's six Holy episodes. I, think. I know it's it's oh. it's a lot. But it's an ONA. I was looking at it right here, so it's not not a televised one it's only for streaming yes correct ah. correct this is netflix's thing um so i fingers crossed we get a second season we know their kind of track record with anime it teases a second season i hope that there is one because it's it's really good um of course the top spriggan is also a junior in high school so you kind of get some of that too uh which is which yeah. is fun but uh um it's good it's good i recommend it check it out watch the first episode you're gonna know what it's about it's action packed. It's a good time. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Just added it to the uh, anime list. Nice. Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, for mine, I'm sorry. Oh God. <laughs> See, y'all are just watching like the newest and the coolest. Oh no, Sean and brought Logan Paul. <laughs> boy, have I backtracked. Um, it's not necessarily that, but. So House of the Dragon starts in about two weeks. That's the prequel uh, series for Game of Thrones. And it's the Better Call Saul takes place, Game of Thrones. It yeah. takes place 200 years before better the events call of Game of Thrones. And <laughs> despite, mm, uh, <clears throat> despite my misgivings for Game of Thrones, like the series, I still very much love the A Song of Ice and Fire series. Sure, that's so fair. So what I've been doing... It's great. Yeah, what I've been doing uh, in the meantime, you know, getting hype for House of the Dragon, is I've been watching videos from the channel on YouTube called Alt-Shift-X, who I believe is an Australian guy who is just extremely knowledgeable of all things A Song of Ice and Fire and, nice. you know, extended universe in terms of, like, Night of the Seven Kingdoms, Fire and Blood, a lot of, like, the Martin, like, the Westerosi, SOC lore. Um, and so he's got a lot of like fantastic, like well researched, well just put out uh, YouTube essays about like how Tyrion is different in the books than in the show, or like who is this, like what is this character up to? It's like how Euron is different, and like things like he'll compare characters as we know them in the show and like how they are in the books. And as someone who finished the books seven years ago, not finished, but you know caught up with the books seven years ago, it has been so nice to like dive back into this world and remember like why I love it so much and why I get so into it. Um, and when I said I, I'm backtracking, it's because Peyton and I are uh, re-watching Game of Thrones, at least the first four or five seasons. I We'll see how far we get. But that's the thing. Those are the good seasons. That's when it like picked up and became a worldwide phenomenon, because it followed the books, mostly. <laughs> Uh, but he's got a great breakdown of like the final episode of season eight and like why like there were he brought up criticisms that I didn't even realize in the moment of just like why it was so, you know 
uh, jeered and why it was so like people were just so upset with it. And this is all to say, if you're listening and you see promos of House of the Dragon and you're like, oh, I roll like Game of Thrones was shit. Like, I'm not going to deal with that. I don't want to deal with dragons. Hold out hope. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not. Old brother. <laughs> it's. <laughs> hold the door. If you enjoy. If you, if, oh, man. <laughs> I cry. Yeah, that okay. That was a, a ladder. That was a great moment. Anyways, um, there's some good stuff in the next not, season. Yeah, yeah. There's like yeah, season six and seven have like some pretty solid episodes. They may have pulled them out of their ass, but they're still pretty good. Season eight, in just, spite of themselves, they make some great episodes. Oh, yeah. But luckily, House of the Dragon is not being run or produced or anything by DB Weiss and David Benioff. The D and D are out of the picture. Uh, it is being done by an entirely new team who hopefully, I, as far as I've read, the creator has a much deeper love and appreciation for A Song of Ice and Fire. Even better, because, you know, if you've read the books, if, if you know anything about George R. R. Martin, you know that there are still two books we're waiting on, and they have not come out yet. Uh, you mean a video House of the Dragon is... Yeah, he did make yeah, Elden, Elden Ring. Um, House of the Dragon, that's a story that's set in stone. That's like, that's history. That's good like we we have fire and blood as like an official count of There's what happened in the house targaryen um we know what happens dance dragons but it ends with, it's like it, it ends with you Game can't, of Thrones happening <laughs> yeah you can't misadapt dance of dragons you might i mean i'm sure they'll put their on their like flourishes of like oh look we have a budget for dragons or oh look it's on hbo we can show a lot of graphic sexuality oh but they, they're still, taking that out they're taking that out i saw i saw an article about that Fantastic. There's a lot of in the first season. Every like, wow, character is celibate. Uh, <laughs> in any case, House of the Dragon premieres later this month. You can expect me to talk about it. Um, but if you're want to get back into like, oh, man, I really loved it back then. But season eight really soured me to the franchise. Check out Alt Shift X. His videos are very fun, very informative. And they'll remind you why you love the series so much. Cool. Well, our, Sean, I think your uh, your good stuff is probably more in line with Will's than it was with mine, um, because you both yeah. are revisiting the, these old worlds and that that you know you loved from the late two thousand tens. So, damn, that's origin awesome. stories, origin stories. I just I forgot how into that series I was until we started watching stuff again, and all this knowledge came out of me. I was like, oh no, it's still gross, there. nasty. You you know Brandon Sanderson is driving his car around the Martin estate, just being like, Nate, I'll do it. I'll do it. Just know I'll do it. I can write two books in a week. Let me, I, fans will love them. I've done it for wheel of time. I've done it for my own series. He's the, he's the, he's the Michael Clayton of the author <laughs> world. This will make your problem. He's the, go away. He's the I fixer. Think Martin, he's got, I'm looking at a copy of a world of ice and fire right now. There are two authors or two writers that Martin works with to like, keep everything together in terms of Westerosi lore. So if I feel like if he kicks it before, you know, a song of spring comes out, there'll be, it'll be in good hands, but God, love, oh, man, no, I can't believe it's been over a decade since dance with dragons. If that happens though, I would love it. If D and D were like, we're finishing the series. Just, I want to see what happens. I want to see the meltdown. I want to see Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> be awful. I don't, that's the thing is that they did so bad at finishing their show. They lost everything. They were like, we've got a Star Wars project. Yeah, we've got Star HBO. Wars. And then everyone oh saw God. the finale for season eight. And they're like, we can't touch these guys. They book of <laughs> Henry themselves. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh. 
Oh, well. Meaning they witnessed the murder. <laughs> uh, so the rest of the episode, we're going to be talking about the self-immolation of HBO Max and just kind of the streaming uh, service industry at large. I think the golden age is surely past um, unless they can rectify themselves um, in the coming years here. But uh, before we, we may get be in- killing off our first character on Radish. Yeah, I know. Mr. Mr. Netflix. I'm on my deathbed. <laughs> Or HBO Max, whatever his name. However oh, HBO Max Million. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. What are, what are our thoughts? Because this all kind of happened in the last few days. So, um, H- H- HBO is doing the same thing. Well, not HBO. Discovery is doing the same thing that the new Sears CEO did. Where he was just like, I have a lot of ideas. And then now Sears is gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The CEO of Discovery it, is, is on. on uh, they got him on record saying that he doesn't like movies or scripted shows so yeah this, it, this is not very well fucking shows with what discovery is putting out they're still harping on shark week mm. so long i i don't know who it's for anymore shark uh, week is the most science-based thing the discovery family of products offers yeah, <laughs> yeah that's did you, fair did you guys see the frames from the stakeholders call today yes uh there's no uh, they, yes okay you got to look these up number one they said oh. that that a male audience is more into HBO Max because it's lean-in, scripted, dynamic programming. Which and men love. All things men love. And women go to Jupiter to get more stupid. That's what they said. It's <laughs> it's pretty much what they said. They said they that, go to Discovery that, to watch Thousand Pound Life. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 absolutely ridiculous. And then they go on to say, you know, this is the slate of stuff that you can expect because Discovery Plus, for some reason, is absorbing HBO Max. Um, Insane. Absolutely insane. So they, it should be the other way around. Yes. It should. But I guess that's not how mergers work. It's not how mergers work. So um, It's a whole 30 Rock plot point. Cable Town. It, it is. It is. People have been making yeah. that point today that it's like a 30 Rock thing. Um, unfortunately, they're cutting like their animation and, and stuff like that, which is a shame because Close Enough was fantastic. That got canceled um, a few months ago, which you have to imagine is because of this merger. It's uh, the J.G. Quintal um, oh, yeah, yeah. series that he brought to HBO Max. Go check out their three seasons that they got on there, two or three. Um, it's, it's, it's great. It's absolutely oh, great. Jesus. And it's a, it's a Jellystone change. better live. They just got renewed. Oh. They're cutting the children's shows, uh, too. Not the Jellystone not, kind of transcended that category, but you know what I mean. It's on Cartoon Network not now. Optimistic. But. Oh, okay. Yeah. They didn't it's pick it up like for Cartoon Network losing, to show it. Losing both Joe Perry Talks With You and Three Busy Debras, two of like the comedic powerhouses of the past like five years, two of the best like comedy shows that have come out that, you know, aren't I think you should leave. Just within like the same span, it's just it's so heartbreaking of just like HBO coming on or like Discovery coming on just like we want, you know, these more adult driven animated shows for adults when we want more Rick and Morty. We want more smiling friends. We don't want like live action comedy shows. Mm-hmm. It just bites. Yeah. I mean, at least I know Eric Andre is set for the next season, but man, it's like it sets, it gets tons of views, you know, so it's it's the yeah. kind of experimental niche stuff that's going to bite the bucket unfortunately um when they showed the slate of stuff that they're working on that they're focusing on for the new um for the new network or the new streaming service criterion collection wasn't on there their crunchy roll partnership wasn't on there uh so there's just a lot of stuff being dropped it's a shame and it's not just hbo max crunchy roll oh, already got out crunchy roll already got out they, they were out they're dealing with a merger of their own <laughs> I, yeah, very yeah, recently they hopped out with the sony stuff so yeah 
uh, and they got uh, right stuff now, which yikes. Yeah, a lot of stuff is going on. The street, this, I mean, the streaming bubble is surely going to pop soon. It's certainly not being helped by a kind of economic climate because they're not super profitable, including Netflix, which had to lay off hundreds of folks, which is a shame. HBO, I think this HBO Max thing is just taking such a hold because it really was like when it came to selection, it had the best, like the most consistent, like hell. It should tell you still does. everything that when it like opened, when it first started, it had Michael Clayton on it. It had the Studio Ghibli movies on it. You barely need any other movies. Yeah. Uh, and now it's just kind of like you get your good HBO shows, watch the rehearsal, and but. <sighs> It's just it's, yeah. it's sad to see like so many little niche shows that were doing so well and making like such special communities be tossed aside for what I imagine is, is further TLC shows. They they also they let go the entire HBO documentary staff uh, and replaced it sucks with the Discovery documentary staff. So you got uh yeah you got it's not you even know. the same right H- ninety ninety day fiance just does like you got ninety day fiance and uh, my strange obsession or whatever. Yeah. My addiction. Over like the Over, you know, Alex Gidney's like brilliant, you know, uh, what is it? The, the, the Andre documentary. <laughs> Andre and oh man, what a bummer. Yeah. Yep, it's a bummer, and we definitely recognize that. And we should also recognize this as a podcast for good stuff. So let's not harp on on the yeah. bad stuff too much. Let's remember the good times from the golden age of streaming. Joe Perra cost eleven dollars an episode. <laughs> I, I, that, that's beyond. That's beyond. That's Adult Swim stuff, which is even beyond yeah. this uh, streaming network stuff. But but um, it's still because of the merger, though. But yeah, it's still because of the merger. Yeah, one hundred percent. A lot Man, of. If you sell one T-shirt, you've paid for Joe Perra's salary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He eats on. Well, lives on tomatoes. <laughs> I'm I'm confident that he's on to bigger and better things at this point. Um, I, you know, that's I think the, in the next that's few the nice years. thing is that like you know the creators of Joe Para and uh, Three Busy Debras are like have a good enough resume they can go on and do like bigger and better things for other networks. But man, I'll just miss him. Yeah. But Jellystone is the only show I've wanted, and they have the rights to it. So <laughs> <laughs> doesn't they help. Finally, they finally crushed it. They yanked Popeye off of the network. I saw all the Popeye stuff. Anyway, a very somber Popeye laugh. Let's let's look back on. Uh, in fact, I, w- I want to test your guys' knowledge on the golden age of streaming here. And listeners at oh, home, boy. play along with us. We're going to be playing a classic trivia game here. This one I'm calling the Streaming Service Showdown. So we have eight questions. They're all pertaining. You're forced to do that. Uh, years of training. Was that you, I went, Tyler? I went crazy. to theater school. I went to theater school. And, I thought that uh, was a voice. I thought that was a, a voice. I thought that was God. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was God. Um, or Beelzebub. I was channeling. Uh, so I have I have eight questions here, uh, all based on streaming services of your of yonder your. Um, so what, what what's going to happen is I'm going to ask. We're going to go. Sean will. Sean will. And uh, if I ask you a question, it's going to be multiple choice. You get it right, you get two points. If you get it wrong, the other person gets a chance to answer, and they get one point if they get it right. Does that make sense? Does that make sense there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. I feel like I lost you all after yonder your. Um, so, okay. So, let's, no, start with the, let's start with the first question. Sean, you're first. This first question mm. is, what was the first ever Netflix original? We have A, House of Cards. B, Marco Polo, C, Lilyhammer, or D, Stranger Things. 
<laughs> it's C. It's Lilyhammer. It's Lilyhammer. You got it right. Two points for Sean. <laughs> how, how did you know that? Did, did you watch Lilyhammer? This may be the <laughs> this may be the one trivia game I'm good at on here. Uh, <laughs> no, I just remember it was a big deal that like Netflix has its first original series. It's Lilyhammer. It's Swedish and it's boring. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> watch that. But like the announcement of it brought in news of like they've got more coming. Yeah, because I was gonna House guess Orange, the, was... Orange is the New Black was up there too. Oh yeah, that was one of the first ones too. I, I wonder if that came out before House of Cards. I know House of Cards was the big. Um, that was the first one that Netflix uh, controlled from beginning to end. Like they did all of the yeah. production for it and stuff like that. Anyways, Will, you got the next question. Okay. Which of these programs did not air on CISO? Okay. <laughs> A. My brother, my brother, and me. B. The Cyanide and Happiness Show. Remember that shit? C. Yep. Take my wife. Or D. High Court with Doug Benson. So I was a CISO subscriber. Damn. Yeah. And you watched all those shows? I No, I didn't, but I've seen most of them. And it's one of the last two. I think it's Take My Wife. Is that your final answer? I think it's not on CISO, yeah. All right. I'm sorry, Will. You didn't get that answer correct. Ah, shoot. Sean, do you know what the answer is? I mean, I'm following Will's logic here. Like, the first two shows were very much CISO shows, so it's got to be High Court. Yep, High Court was a Quibi show. Ah, uh, so sorry, Will. Quibi. That's that's one point for Sean. We got a three to zero lead. Come on, Will. That, You've that's fine. Sean in every wife. single. I don't even know, but it sounds funny. Uh, I believe take my take my wife was the. Uh, hang on a second. That was the Cameron Esposito R- R- River Butcher show. Oh, because they had a, they had a podcast. Gotcha. That's right. They are now divorced. Could not remember. <laughs> Could not remember Cameron Esposito. Yeah, <laughs> they did not survive CISO. Um, they did that. I just remember when my bro- the Mabim Bam TV show came out. That was like a holiday. It was fun. I watched that. that. Was it was it was fun. It, that it was, was a fun show. Done. Yeah. In my opinion. anyways, Sean, question number three: How hmm. quickly was season two of Cowboy Bebop canceled by Netflix? We got a one week, B three weeks, C one month, or D three months. We know it was quick, but how are quick we talking? Are we one week like from what? From season one premiering, like, how long did it take for Netflix to cancel season two of Cowboy Bebop? Said one the live action. Three weeks, one month, three months. Yep. There's a one week difference in those answers. So I know. <laughs> I oh yeah. I feel like it, it it didn't take too long for people to watch the Ed scene. Um That was the killer. That was, that was before it even which happened. Which was the killer. So I'm going to say A, one week. I'm sorry, Sean. That's incorrect. Well, do you want to take a stab? Damn. I believe it was three weeks. It was three weeks. Damn. Pretty quick. Still pretty quick. That was a damn shame. I was very sad. Uh, Will, question number four. In 2020, this is the last time that these stats were announced. What was the most streamed show on Crunchyroll around the world? We've got A, Jujutsu Kaisen, season one premiered in 2020. B, My Hero Academia. C, Demon Slayer, D, Attack on Titan, or E, Black Clover. I don't I think it was Black one. Clover. Okay. <laughs> well, which one do you think it was? Uh, this is a good question. I mean, I think Jujutsu Kaisen is very, very popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But is it more popular? I think it's Demon Slayer. I think it's Demon Slayer? Sorry, Will. Incorrect. Oh, Sean, you want to take a stab? Oh, man. I was going to say that. Uh, oh. 2020. 
We got Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, and Black Clover. Is that what the theme song sounds like, or is that just one of them. Tyler? That's one of them, and, and it's me. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best one. That's the third one. I, I'm split between either JJK or Attack on Titan. You're split between Attack on two of the remaining answers. <laughs> I know. No Black Clover, I don't think Attack on. on Titan aired in 2020, but it was huge. So was JJK, though. You said, what was the what's the crux of the question? The most v- streamed Stream show, that, show year? that year on Crunchyroll. They announced this themselves. Oh, I'm a moron. I know. I, I, I understand now. You you are. Well, Arshan. Attack on Titan. You're wrong. It's Black Clover, motherfuckers. Is it? No, you're. Look are you up. joking? The most streamed show on Crunchyroll in 2020 is Black Clover. They said it themselves. It's a fantastic show. You guys should I, watch it. Or I thought. It. I thought I messed up saying Demon Slayer because no Demon Slayer season came out that year. Yeah, it didn't. It was still obviously very popular. Still very Black popular. Clover. Black yeah. Clover, man. Learning y'all today. That's got to be like Russia. Tyler, I'm not watching the show out of spite. <laughs> That's fine. Read it at least. Uh, Black, Black Clover is Tyler's Michael Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> he truly is. We just log on and we see 18 episodes of Black Clover have been watched on the Crunchyroll account, which I'm we all up. share like a bed. Yeah, Amazing. I, I caught up and then I caught up on the manga. They just started... Uh, the last arc uh, on Sunday, and I caught up just in time. It's it's like Black Clover was made for me, uh, but it was also <laughs> made for most of the world, apparently. So I'm, I'm sure it's wonderful, but I did get a notification that was like, will Asta be the Wizard King? And I was like, what? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> that, okay. No, no spoilers there, but he wants he's wanted to be the Wizard King from the beginning. That's his. Yeah, it's, it's his Hokage. Pirate it's his Hokage. King. It's his Pirate King. It's his. I, I can go down the list. Getting anyway, a hug. Sean, <laughs> finding his dad, Sean. Which streaming service offers a weekly 24-hour movie marathon that has fun commentary on it? We got A, Discovery's Curiosity Stream, B, The Criterion Collection, C, Shudder, or D, Crackle. I subscribe or have subscribed to two of those. You said a 24-hour comment movie commentary stream? Movie marathon with commentary. Every week. Like there's like one day where they have like live commentary. Yeah, they just air movies from for 24 hours, and there's live commentary on it. Live commentary. It's, I I would have gotten a notification if it was Shutter. I don't think it's Criterion. Sorry, I'm giving away the strategy to Will. Um, That's fine. You can keep you. doing that. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't think Criterion does that. I think they do have commentary, but I don't think it's live, and I don't think they really marathon movies like that. I'm gonna go with Crackle. Mm. I'm sorry, Sean. That's not correct. Will? Damn it. Um, I'm going to say Shudder. You got it right. It's Shudder. Shudder does a weekly movie marathon for 24 hours, and they have one of their, uh, uh, a guy from the industry that, that does commentary on it. I've heard it's fantastic. Damn it. Shudder has so many goddamn movies watch that? on it. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you watch it, Sean? You're paying for it. Now you know. We're learning know. things today. Black Clover, Shudder. Shudder's fucking great. Uh, mm-hmm. For fans of Fright Light. You should subscribe to uh, uh, Shutter. We'll be pulling a lot of movies from that soon. Yeah. Will, uh, what's the shortest lived streaming service? A, Verve, VRV. B, CISO. We talked about them earlier. C, Quibi. Or D, CNN Plus. I don't think CNN Plus is still around. I don't think any of them are still around. That's the point so of I the think question. It's C- I None think of them it's CNN Plus. 
It is CNN Plus. It was it was canceled literally before launch, and then they just launched it for a month and canceled it. Um, I think VRV was like death rattling at least recently. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I think it might still be around. CISA yeah. was around for a minute. Quibi, we made a lot of jokes about Quibi. I never knew yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Wait, Plus. Didn't like VRV and CISO kind of like partner up? Am I imagining that? VRV was grabbing on to anyone it could find like a drowning child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're like, with you, you logged on to VRV. You can watch like a lot of different things. Yes. Yeah. Curiosity stream. Good job, Will. You've taken the lead. We're, we got a four to three lead, Will. But Sean's got the last question here. Uh, Last question. What show is not a Crackle original? Jesus. Uh, A, we've got Rob Riggle's Ski Master. B, we've got The Heroes of Lucha Libre. C, we've got The Men Who Live in a Crater. And D, we have The Machine. All right. So The Machine is probably Burt Kreischer's show. And if... Bert, if Rob Riggle has a show, then so does Burt Kreischer. So A and D are out. You said C was men who live in a crater. Yeah. And B was the heroes of Lucha Libre. I want to go with C. Sean, you got it right. That means you nice. yeah! and you won the game. Congratulations, Sean. It's a five to four lead. Um, it was a close, close victory there. But uh, congratulations. Nice. Um, was I right about Burt is- Kreischer? I don't know. I don't watch Crackle. What is <laughs> no one asked Crackle? Is, what is Men Who Live in a Crater on? Uh, I just made that one up. Oh, but that sounds like a Crackle original, though. It does, right? <laughs> it does. Is it? Am I? Is weird the Al Yankovic story? Isn't that going to Crackle? It's going to Roku. Roku, which, oh, which is also hemorrhaging money. Like CNN is talking about um, how bad Roku is going right now. So, does anyone want to meet me in the Roku city to watch the Weird Al movie? <laughs> the thing is that everyone's gonna like have to like get a roku subscription for the weird owl movie for like a day i think it's free i think it's free i don't think it's i don't think it's paid uh this okay. is just okay. this is pr- i think a play to get people to log in and see oh they also have scorpion king okay i guess i'll stick around you know yeah, black and like white tubi. wrestling from the 20s <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like tubi or amazon freebie which used to be imdb tv which is where the only place <laughs> you could watch Mad Men for a time sean's spitting bars <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was great. That was great. Okay, for the last many streaming services of the past. Well, perfect. We're going to put your knowledge to the test because for the last five or six minutes here, uh, we're going to be tasked because all of these other streaming services are failing. Surely we can come up with a streaming service that will succeed and continue to succeed. So let's build our own streaming service. Just really quick, really quick. Your ideal streaming service. What what would you have on it? I call it pickup. Oh, and uh, our social media manager has a very easy job. He just, uh, whenever Netflix is like, we've canceled the show, he just uh, replies, we gotcha. <laughs> That's all he has to do. Nice. And we just earn goodwill of fans by being like, we'll pick up Joe Para. <laughs> like we got, uh, I love it. we got Tuka and Birdie. We'll just, we're, we're the scraps. We're the scraps. Got the but, leftovers. The leftovers. But uh, yeah, our slogan is, we gotcha. Uh, also, That's I've thought great. about doing a kind of similar to HBO um, uh, programming for men. And uh, I think that could really spike. hit it off. Oh, no, not Spike. Uh, oh. Programming for men. I think Spike was oh. a little bit, yeah, just that's totally different. That was misogynistic. It's different. Yeah. HBO yeah. content, that's lean in. That's that's like. Yeah, we're going to have the man show. We're going to have MXC. We're going to have Stripperella. It's going to be great. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. 
Uh, I would also like to add to the network when streaming services uh, have lacked, and Sean's actually brought this up in the past, is we need to bring back the true Saturday morning after school slate from late 90s, mid 2000s. Maguzi Plus. Maguzi Plus. But we also have Kids WB. We also have the Disney mornings, the weekenders. One Saturday morning. Yeah, exactly. Lloyd, Lloyd in space. Buzz Lightyear. Not the new new one. The classic. Fillmore. The one that it was based on. Uh, Fillmore rules. <laughs> uh, Fillmore all of that great amazing. stuff. Megas XLR. Code Lyoko. Tyler would bring up Code Lyoko. Come on. That's like the leading. <laughs> that's like the leading show. Like that's like the first show that we bring back. Like is is Kyler, Lyoko. put the wig back on again, but put it a little bit higher above your head so you can be a Code Lyoko character. <laughs> big, big forehead. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we've all said good ideas, but there is one streaming service that I think is necessary for a well-rounded, healthy streaming service, like something that is necessary and just obviously keeps you returning to it because there's everything you could possibly need in terms of genre and story. You got laughs, say Michael you Clayton. Got tears. I'm not going to say Michael Clayton. I wish I could say Boss Baby Clayton centered. What? <laughs> you say Boss Baby, are you not? It's not Boss Baby. We we put Boss Baby on the streaming services and we don't recognize it. It's a heretic Boss Baby series. We don't touch it. <laughs> don't talk to me about the Boss Baby Netflix series. I don't don't talk to me like I had my Boss Baby. <laughs> <laughs> we only recognize the two DreamWorks movies. We don't recognize the TV show. In any case, this is the most well-rounded, perfect streaming service. It's got everything you need for every night of the week, for every mood. It's Jeez. the... Uh, the Coens to go in. Uh, um, it's every Coen brother movie that you could possibly want. You got drama, you got laughs, you got tears, you got existential dread, you got Shakespeare, you got everything the Coens have ever worked on. I think it's about a dozen or so movies, if not a little more, probably a little more. And every night I come home and like, man, I could really watch Hail Caesar or I could watch Burn After Reading right now. And it's just the best. Mm. I think that's... It's everything you need. They are the greatest living American auteurs, and I think they deserve their own streaming service. Mm, beautiful. So Radish Plus. Mm. It's got the Cohen movies. It's got Code Lyoko. It's got the OA. We've we're set. <laughs> if Radish Plus could have the OA back, that'd be amazing. Would, oh. uh, Radish Plus has a snuff film, but you gotta find it. <laughs> It's and not where you think. It, it automatically turns off if your parents walk into the room, so you don't have to worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Radish Plus only has beach episodes. <laughs> Surely Crunchyroll won't acquire us. Surely. Okay. We, that's our that's our plan. We just have to show a single anime, and then Crunchyroll will buy us. <laughs> that's true. That's Oh, right. wait. That's I have... There's one, one more. more. Uh, we also have the Drew Carey Show streaming. Uh, oh, fine. It's not anywhere. I don't know why it isn't. It should be. We've got the Drew Carey show. <laughs> yes, that's our that's our number one draw. A genuine treat of a sitcom. It shouldn't was, be lost to time. That was basically CISO's business plan. Was what if we made a streaming service for the Drew Carey show and nothing else? <laughs> not literally. They didn't but basically. even have this Drew Carey show. Sean looked. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice. All right. Let's wrap this nice. up. Let's wrap this up. Afternoons after school, watching the Drew Carey show with my bowl of flavor blasted goldfish and ranch. I'm Sean. You can find Jesus. me at that Sean Barry on Twitter. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and Sean M. Barry everywhere else. And now, Sean from Radish on my analyst. Uh, Yay! A- a- analyst. Uh, 
Damn. Uh, I've started logging in what I'm watching, and I, as Tyler was talking about the show, I've already forgotten. I added it to my list. Spriggan. Spriggan. And Black Lightning. Um, I'm not adding that. Damn shame. Damn shame. The world disagrees with you. <laughs> I'm putting it immediately on my drop over. list. <laughs> um, I'm uh, Will. You can find me at Will from Online. I'm actually updating my um, any list right now to be Will from Online. So you can find me there too. Nice. I'll, I'll take a page out of Sean's book and say, I'll find me on any list. That's a, an actual service you can find me on. Yes. Yeah. It's not Twitter. And believe it or not, you can find me on any list as well. I have to go and find my login. Uh, so I will tell you next time <laughs> what it is. Uh, but it will be updated with all of the seasons of Black Clover. Um, <laughs> you can find me online at Tyler from Radish. You can find the podcast online at Radish Pod. Join our Discord, indiesaurus.com slash Discord. Really quick, I got a tournament of champions that I got to share with you guys. It's, yes. I think oh, it's yeah. a good one. Please. On one end, we have the Chainsaw Man. Uh, okay. On the other end, we have Marvel's Wolverine. Who wins in a Chainsaw Man. Ooh. You think so? Against Adamantium? Yes. Mm. Uh, I don't want to spoil Chainsaw Man part one. I was about to. That's good. I was about to. (laughs) I'm a little more conscious, but uh, Chainsaw Man has experience going up against someone who can constantly regenerate, so... (laughs) That's true, but I think it's kind of hard to do what he did to that character to a very sturdy, burly, adamantium-filled man. Canadian. Can okay. I guess that's one demerit. That's one demerit. And I think he was like five foot four. Yeah, he's like. It's like can you fight Bob Hoskins? His skeleton is made of the hardest material in the universe. When Chainsaw Man eats you, people forget you existed. <laughs> he erased World War Two. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it uh, unfortunately with my just sheer amount of hype for the upcoming Chainsaw Man trailer releasing tomorrow. If you're listening to this, it's already out. Boy, oh boy! I hope you're excited about us talking about nothing else for the next eight months. And um, better call Saul. You underestimate my ability to talk Saul. about the new arc of Black Clover. <laughs> well, I'll be covering Chainsaw Man. I've got to go. Yeah, Chainsaw Man for sure. Uh, okay. Sorry to, to Logan. Great movie. Great character. Um, Chainsaw Man is uh, the hype of shit alive. I I'm so excited for more. It'd be it'd be at least a close fight, right? Like it it, it would it would last a while. Oh yeah, it'd not be ch- like it'd be, a yeah, dozen it'd... chapters, if not you know, give or take. <laughs> it's a war of attrition for sure. Okay, okay. We'll we'll put this up for Twitter to to vote on um soon mm. if I remember. But okay, goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. That settles it. Bye, Bye everyone. <laughs> <laughs>